The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this Thursday. Monty Hale out today. Tim Tackett in with you. We'll have LeBron Ferguson, head coach at Providence Providence Christian Academy, on just a bit later on. But uh, just as an opener, review of last night's I say disastrous uh, evening at the Floyd Stadium. I've been in that stadium many, many times. Uh, I, I make no apology for being a Blue Raider fan. I'm uh, when we do this show, I'm going to support uh, every way I can. Uh, I think I've been accused of being a glass half full a lot. Maybe I, I take that. I won't take that as an accusation. I take that as a sense of pride. But sometimes it clouds your your vision on some things. Middle Tennessee lost last night to Jacksonville State 45-30. to And for those that didn't keep up with last night's game, Middle Tennessee led at 23-7 at the halftime. Jacksonville State then scores 38 straight points in the second half to, to win it. Uh, and it was a ma- matter of di- mistake after mistake after mistake by Middle. Up 23-7, to uh, well, down, let's make it down 27-3 uh, uh, going into the second quarter, middle scored three touchdowns, missed an extra point at the end of that, but made it 23 to seven. And then on the next series, right before the half, uh, DJ England Chisholm uh, had a touchdown pass dropped right in his hand by Nick Badiato. Uh DJ got behind the defense, uh, and the ball just dropped in his lap, and he dropped it. A very, very uh, reliable receiver, DJ is. So. Uncharacteristic, but it very well could have been and should have been 30-7 to at half. Come out the second half, middle kicks off to Jacksonville State. They get a quick three and out, get the football. And on third down, Vadiato uh, will make a bad decision and threw an interception under pressure. Gave Jacksonville State a short field. They scored from 40 yards out uh, in about three or four plays. I can't remember exactly what. Ball back to middle. Uh, don't get anything done. Punt to Jacksonville State. They get nothing done. Punt it. And uh, unexplainably, the receiver for middle, the ball is bouncing around on the on the field, surrounded by Jacksonville State players, decides to try to pick it up and immediately is fumbles. Gives a another short field. 27 yards later, Jacksonville State scores. It's 23-21. to 21. And from there, it's Katie bar the door. It, Jacksonville State had momentum on their side. Another couple turnovers by middle. Uh, as I say, just a mistake field second half for sure. And, and you go back to the end of the first half when a touchdown pass was dropped. As I said, I've walked out of the stadium many times. I, I can't say that I've been deflated much more than I was last night by that. It's un, unfortunate. Middle wins the battle on the yardage. I uh, had over 500 yards total offense to 400 just barely 400 for Jacksonville State. Uh, win the battle of, of uh, first downs, time possession, everything. But we've said this many times on this show, more games are lost than are won, and I think that's exactly where that fault. Take, take nothing away from Jacksonville State. A new player in Conference USA. They came in uh, with a nice crowd, uh, the beautiful, wonderful band that they brought with them, brought excitement to the stadium. The middle was clearly had the game in control, and then it slipped away. Not all losses are the same. When I coached, I oftentimes would say to my players, it's just a loss. No matter if you lose by one, you lose by 80, 
it's still an L. But all losses and all wins are not created equally. And last night's loss, the middle already one and four, needing a win desperately at home to keep a uh, eroding fan base uh, alive. Uh, tough, tough loss. I, uh, I can't help but feel for Stock and his players. Uh, they know everything that I said is accurate. They don't have to be told that. They know that they let one get away. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of how well they can put things back together. They play Tuesday night at home against a very good Louisiana Tech squad. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Nice crowd last night. Uh, tailgating went great. Uh, I was, for a Wednesday night game, I was surprised that uh, it went as well as all that did. We had a great time. But um, as my son and daughter and myself walked out of the stadium last night, it was a very hollow and empty feeling, unfortunate for the Raiders. Well, let's go ahead and get on out of here and take that first break. And come back with uh, LeBron Ferguson, head coach at Providence Christian Academy, right after this on All Sports Talk. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk on this Thursday afternoon. So pleased to bring in a good buddy of mine, LeBron Ferguson, head coach now at Providence Christian Academy. LeBron, Welcome into All Sports Talk. Thanks, Mr. Tackett. Appreciate you having me, man. Well, that, explain to these these people why it's Mr. Tackett because uh, it, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. But I, I I've been in that situation myself before. You and I worked together once upon a time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We sure did. We were both together at Oakland, uh, and uh, you'll you'll always be Mr. Tackett to me. Uh, I guess it's the way I feel when when I talk to. You know, former players, and they're grown now with kids. They call me coach. I'm like, you call me LeBron. They're like, no, I can't do that. So I kind of, I kind of know the feeling. Uh, you'll, you'll always be Mr. Tackett to me, man. You're a great friend, uh, a great supporter, and uh, and I'm, I love you so much, man. Well, I, feeling very mutual. Uh, we'll get back into that story just a bit later on, LeBron. But let's talk about your football team right now. First year into eleven man football with PCA, and your record three and four, one and one, I think it is in the region play right now. Uh, how's how, how? What did you expect this year, and, and and how's it gone toward those expectations? Well, man, it's going really good. Uh, um, you know, it, for for our guys as a whole and our team, uh, as far as expectations, uh, you know, knowing our opponent, knowing what was going to be on the field with us, there really was no expectation from our guys. They didn't know what to expect. Our expectation as a staff and a, and a school and administration for our team was that we were going to compete uh, even prior to, to this year in the in the uh, 
three seasons uh, before um, now, we, we competed once we began to learn football and things like that. That first year was a little bit of a struggle, but the kids worked hard and they were so eager to learn. And um, that's really one of the things that kind of that and, and the numbers that we have out now uh, kind of got us, uh, in my mind, ahead of the curve uh, for the TWSAA 11-man move. Um, you know, so the expectation was let's just come out every day and work hard and learn the game, learn it at, at you know, the positions – uh, that go with the 11 man because there's some positions on the field now that we didn't have in the eight man world, of course. Uh, but anyway, uh, learning learning the scheme of uh, the defensive scheme changed uh, more drastic than the offensive scheme. Um, you know, so putting two safeties on the field, uh, another linebacker, uh, whether it's an inside or outside linebacker, and, and how the fits of all that changed for our kids. So. It's been really fun, and the expectation piece to answer your question was uh, just kind of start and see how it goes. The expectation was to get better every day, and every time we take the field, compete. You know, and our, our kids, uh, our kids do that. They've done a great job of that, and you know, to be to be three, uh, have three wins under our belt, and to be uh, you know, have a region win, uh, and uh, you know, to be one and one in the region, and then have a, an opportunity to make it to postseason play. Uh, man, we couldn't be more proud of our kids. LeBron, uh, a lot of people listening in don't understand what we're talking about when you say eight-man football. So go back and explain what that is and, and when PCA started that, that program toward uh, where you are now. Well, in 2020, uh, PCA decided to uh, make the decision to have football as part of their athletic program here at school. And uh, the numbers and, and the things of getting it started – uh, the decision was made to do it uh, in, in the eight-man world. Um, our first season, we had 21 kids um, on the team, and uh, of the 21, 16 of them had never put on a helmet before. There's mm. a lot of stories that I could share with you about that piece and transition and the learning of that, uh, which is funny and fun. Uh, we can talk about that later. Uh, and then the next season, and, and you know, from the eight-man from the eight-man standpoint, we talk about the difference. You know, you can look at it and go, well. You know, blocking and tackling is still blocking and tackling. You know, a, from an offensive line standpoint, a base block's a base block. Uh, you know, uh, from a defensive line standpoint, taking on a reach block is still taking on a reach block, whether you're playing eight man or eleven man. There's still, you know, it still comes down to one on one battles yeah. to a certain degree. So, you know, and there was a question asked me uh, in the middle of our second year, uh, and I kind of took offense to it. Uh, you know, when when's PCA going to play real football? Yeah. I looked at and said, we play real football. <laughs> I mean, we block and tackle. We throw the hitch. We throw the curl. We throw the slants. I mean, it's real football. We just do it with three less guys. You know, the field is 40 yards wide as opposed to 53 and a third. So that, that helps being three less. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, and I didn't know that either. The, when I um, when I signed my contract uh, to, to come here was on March the 7th of 2020. And on March 12th, we went into quarantine. Hmm. And so um, that gave me a lot of time to get on a computer and and Google search eight man football yeah. and watch games and you know watch you know, there's a there was a website out there a YouTube uh, site called Eight Man Extreme that had games from all over the country. So I'm getting on there and I'm watching and I'm looking and I'm trying to piece all this together because you know during that time you couldn't you couldn't meet with anybody. Um, and I only knew one guy, and you'll know this guy, Mark Burke, who was sure. coaching football here at PCA at the time and was coaching middle school eight-man ball. And, and uh, Mark was very uh, instrumental in, in you know, me, me being a part of this here. Um, so I was able to lean on him some, but I didn't know anybody. I didn't know people to call. I didn't know the coaches in the eight-man world. There was, you know, there was there – was, I was kind of hamstrung trying to gather information except what I could get on, on YouTube. So just started to work there with it. And uh, another another sidebar that people probably don't think of, but when you mention you go, oh, yeah, was the the opportunity to meet the kids. Like, I didn't see the kids. I did not see right. our kids until we came out of quarantine and was able to, to start doing stuff, which was uh, mid-June. So we went from you know so we went from quarantine in early March all the way through to to mid June and I never even saw the kids. There was a couple I went to church with that were on the roster and signed up and had an interest to play, but you know I didn't know 
of those 21 kids. I didn't know, but about three of them. I didn't even know what they looked like. So, um, in trying to build numbers, and this is kind of old school, um, I asked Coach James, our athletic director, to get me a a roster of kids and phone numbers right. uh, of every kid in the school. I mean, every male in the school from 9 through right, 12. Right, right. During quarantine, I sat on my porch and I made phone calls to every male student and their families uh, throughout quarantine trying to get them out out for football. And uh, so, I mean, it was, it was a tough road right there to, to sled on coming in. Um, you know, had to had to fit them for equipment. We didn't have any shoulder pads, helmets, or nothing. And, you know, sitting there going, man, can we even get this stuff right now was was just uh, – it was a chore. It was a chore. But, man, it was well worth it. We, uh, we didn't win a game that first year. Uh, we played five games. COVID took a couple of them away from us. So uh, we played um, – five games we were in six points of winning three of those five games so i'm like okay these these kids will compete um but they don't know what they're doing yet fully and you know neither did i in the eight-man world as we began to grow and get into it but um we, we were competing so and then the next year we had 21 players again yeah uh and um we uh we went five and four uh, we missed a couple games that got us that would get us in the postseason play, but in the eight man world they had they had like a little bowl game. You remember the bowl games that sure, they used to sure, have? Sure. The, there was a there was one of those and we, we qualified for that. So we were able to play in that and gave us a chance to have a winning record our second year. And then our third year we had the same record, five and four, but we won the right games to get into the right. the playoffs and uh, we made it all the way to the uh, eight man state championship and we were state runner up. So uh, that was our, our first three years, and we had 45 guys on the roster that third year. So we went from 21 to 21 to 45. LeBron, and, uh, l- l- let me go back just a little bit. Uh, 2004 is that? Would that be correct when uh, you made were named the head coach at Oakland? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. I, I tried to put that together, and, and of course, I made that hire. And knowing you the way I do, uh, when PCA made LeBron Ferguson their first head coach for football, I said to Jeff Jordan and anybody else that I saw, they made the absolute perfect choice because your philosophy in life, your, your football knowledge and so forth, is, and, and the patience it's going to take to get a program started, certainly perfect about that. You know, just share a little bit about your Oakland experience and how that helped you get into PCA. Well, you know, Oakland Oakland allowed me to be here in Murfreesboro. So when you, uh, when you made the decision to, to promote me to head coach, you know, my family moved here, and that's where I started making relationships with, with you know, people going to church here, seeing people in the community. And uh, so, you know, I knew a lot of people here, um, so the transition wasn't going to be that tough. But, you know, over over time, you know, you're a young coach, and, and you know, you're, you're, full of, uh, you're full of vinegar, or, you know, making it a good term there, good phrase. And you're ready, you know, you're ready to go, and it, you, know, you want to win games, and you want, you want to be – Johnny Coach and and all that and and you know my time at Oakland uh, with with Coach Uverard back in '98 and, and that season of, of '98 '99 2000 you know my my heart changed man of, of really pouring into kids and you know um, Coach Uverard and I were sitting in the office one day he asked the question he said you know what do we really get when football's over for these kids what what are what are we giving them yeah and that that hit me man and and I thought well yeah what are we giving them you know um, I was working for a coach one time that asked a asked a kid a question: Could he live without football? And I thought, well, that's a that's a hard question for a, a you know fifteen, sixteen year old kid to answer. You know, I'm a grown man. I mean, I really like football. I don't want to live without it, but I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when it really started changing for me, Mister Tackett. Is when you know I began to see you know the the things we could do with football and through football. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it here in public, for God's glory and for his kingdom and, and really pouring into the lives of these kids to make them better better men, better husbands. The world needs men, I mean solid men, men that are men, you know, and uh, that can make hard decisions and, and lead, you know, and understand that there's a cost of leadership, you know, and, and you don't make decisions, you don't have hard conversations that you don't want to have to have. You're going to have to make tough decisions that people aren't going to like, but it's better for the whole. And, you know, they need to understand how to do that and how that works, you know. And and you know, even going to Franklin Road Academy when I left Oakland, um, 
you know, and working with uh, David Pack and Bill Whittemore and seeing how those men, you know, approach things and being able to have a voice in how we structure things and set things up. You know, uh, PCA um, is is an unbelievable mission in their school. And, and my, my heart's mission and the mission of this school meshed and, yeah. and you know, our mission is to teach kids to seek God's truth and equip them with the tools for a lifetime of learning. And that's it. That, that was, that's my mission, you know, as a, as a person and as a coach and, and a teacher and, a, and an educator is to, is to impact these kids uh, for the good, you know, and, and, and I know everybody says that, but I mean, intentionally really do it. Um, you know, and so when you, when you talk about that, and that's when I tell Coach James, my role with, with PCA and football started as a consultant, not a, not a coaching candidate. Right. And, and that's one of the things I told her was that, you know, you're going to have to find the right person who, who can come in and understand what this is, who you are, and be able and be willing to live into that, which means it's, it's not going to be a one- to two-year. It's going to be a long process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I looked at it and I said, from, from the best I can tell, from, and I walked around here and, and, you know, did some things as far as, you know, helping them see what, where they were. I said, you don't even have a TWSAA and NFA. You don't even have a certified football to play a game with on this campus. <laughs> you know, I said, and, and so whoever you hire has got to know that. And it was kind of funny. She, she asked me, she goes, well, what would be the most important question you asked? And I said, well, you don't have lots on your field. My question would be, are the buses in great shape in case we have to travel every Friday night right, to play somewhere? Right. <laughs> Coach LeBron Ferguson joins, joins me on All Sports Talk today. We've got lots more to talk about, but right now we're going to go to Chip Walters after this break with, all, with the Blue Raider Insider Report. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be back with Chip right after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. (laughs) Run! (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It remains very slow in Dixon County as they try to mop up this accident on 40 eastbound just past 840. It's been backed up out there for at least an hour, hour and a half. It's still struggling on 65 south at Trinity Lane as they try to clean up an earlier wreck in that area. Heavy traffic continues 24 out through Rutherford County, 65 northbound. Finally starting to move a little bit better up through Spring Hill from an earlier wreck we had in Murray County on uh, 65 northbound at the 52-mile marker. Hey, don't miss it this year, Smoky Mountain Fall Festival at Obergatlinburg. Log on now, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Woodbury Road Baptist Church invites you to worship with us this Sunday morning at 1045. If you can't make it in person, listen to WGNS Sunday morning at 1015. Find out more at woodburyroadbaptist.org. We look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615 When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at rayburn.net or call 615. 
1-800-459-4149. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was a really unusual night at Floyd Stadium. Second half turnovers were just too much to overcome against Jacksonville State. It was a strong start for the Blue Raiders, who jumped out to a 23-7 Halftime lead uh, also could have been 31-7. to The Blue Raiders dropped a touchdown pass to a wide-open D.J. England Chisholm. Had the ball hit him right in the chest and just couldn't bring it in. Also a missed extra point. So the 23-7 lead could have easily been 31-7. to What does that do to the psyche of Jacksonville State? I don't know, but it's two weeks in a row that they have come back from big deficits to uh, get a win. In the second half, Jack State scored 31 unanswered points to uh, claim a 45-30 win at Floyd Stadium. Now, as far as the series is concerned, Middle has won 14. Jack State has now won three, and there have been two ties. And in about 100 years of playing Jacksonville State, that was the first ever win for the Gamecocks in Murfreesboro. Middle had been 11-0-1 against Jack State in Murfreesboro and 9-0-1 at Floyd Stadium. And uh, But last night, the, uh, the Gamecocks just overpowered Middle in the second half. You know, you look at this season, last night's game very similar to the Colorado State game where the Blue Raiders had a lead there but saw the uh, – the Colorado State Ball Club make a big comeback. Middle had trouble with penalties earlier in the season. They've gotten that cleaned up. That was not a problem. But four turnovers in the second half. You had a couple of interceptions. You had uh, uh, Nick Vadiato get hit as he was throwing, and that was a scoop and score. And then you had the cardinal error uh, by Zach Dobson on a punt where he – inexplicably reached in and touched the football and allowed uh, Jacksonville State to get it. Now, again, we've said this several times this year, the Blue Raiders have to get this out of their head because they have to turn around and play on Tuesday night against Louisiana Tech. Now, Tech will have one less day of preparation. They are playing tonight. So, you know, I'm sure there were a lot of folks who left the stadium disappointed on uh, Wednesday night, but uh, it is what it is, and it's not going to get turned around until Middle Tennessee starts cleaning up some things. Can't have those turnovers. And last year when this football team went on to a bowl victory in Hawaii, it was because they were getting turnovers, not because they were turning the ball over. Right now, that is trending the wrong way. They need to get that turned around and need to get it done quick. Also want to remind you while we're on football, tomorrow at noon at uh, the Boulevard, we'll be taping Monday night's radio show. So come by for lunch at noon on Friday at the Boulevard. We'll be doing the Rick Stocks to live radio show there from 12 until 1. All right, volleyball last night had a victory on the road in Miami. The Blue Raiders topped FIU in five to hand the Panthers their first loss in conference play. Middle now 11-6 overall, 3-3 three three in Conference USA. Defeated the Panthers, who were 9-10 now overall, and 5-1 and in Conference USA play. And Middle Tennessee softball has a full slate of three home games this weekend at Blue Raiders softball field. Sneed State will travel to Murfreesboro for a 4 p.m. first pitch on Friday. On Saturday, the Blue Raiders will host Trevecca with a 2 o'clock matchup. And closing out the weekend, Walters State will make the trip from Sevierville for the weekend finale starting at 2 p.m. All right, that is it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up on Friday. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates.
Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Okay, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back with LeBron Ferguson on All Sports Talk, head coach at PCA, Providence Christian Academy, who is uh, in their first year of 11-man football. Uh, I'm not going to call it real football, Marty. Uh, Marty, uh, LeBron, because uh, we know it's real. You, you've got you got a really good situation, PCA, but one thing I know that you got to do is not only build a program, you got to build facilities and so forth to make that happen. Uh, share with me the vision and, and, and maybe the roadmap for PCA the next few years. Well, uh, you know, being, being in season right now and how that uh, process is developing across the street, I don't have a ton of information uh, to share with you right now on, on, on the uh, process of that and where that is, except for what I see. Um, uh, a little while back, uh, the school purchased some land um, across the street behind one church, uh, which is former Calvary Church, and um, for, for an athletic facility of baseball field, tennis courts, uh, soccer fields, football stadium with a track, and you know, and that process actually started um, as far as the construction and movement of dirt early, early spring. Um, I haven't been over there in a couple of weeks, but the last time I was over, there's turf on the baseball field, the tennis courts uh, were were getting their foundation set. So that that process is coming coming along really good. Um, as, as far as, as those fields being structured and being set, uh, you know, the outbuildings and, you know, press boxes and field houses and things like that haven't, haven't, they may be starting to form now. Like I said, I've been there in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks, right. uh, but, um, you know, the, the vision and, and the plan for, for that is, is, is really remarkable. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that we were talking about in the, in the process, early processes of this was, you know, cause one of the things that I've always respected about PCA and the administration and leadership here is uh, they they have a vision, they have a plan, and they methodically walk that out. And it, it has always impressed me of how intentional and methodical they were in how they operated and did their business. You know, um, and and I that's like I said, that's always impressed me because that's I think that's how you do things. You have a vision, and then you have a plan, and then you begin to execute that plan piece at a time you know you can get in a huge hurry and you jank things up real quick and i've seen a lot of people make reactionary um decisions instead of responding you know and that's a that's a huge thing i've always you know knowing the people that were here prior to me coming here and their hearts and who they were i noticed that pca responded to things instead of reacting to things you sound like you're talking about coaching 101, Coach Ferguson. Uh, you know, the, the plan of things and, and the patience sometimes it takes. That's why, uh, again, it, it's, it's proving itself out that uh, you, you were a re- really good choice for, for them. And, and, and I think in your life, uh, it's been a good choice for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's been really good. Um, you know, getting, getting back into Murfreesboro, coming out of Nash, like I said, I spent 12 years driving that interstate, man, that was, I gave three (laughs) hours of my life back, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, uh, getting off that interstate and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a good move for my family. Um, I'm home more, 
uh, you know, I can I, I see them. I have a granddaughter now. I'm able to to be with her and be in her life. Um, you know, she's actually in kindergarten here. Um, uh, I don't know if I've shared this with you, but uh, Martha Martha retired from uh, the state and the county system, and uh, she's uh, she's employed here now as a, an EA. And uh, so, you know, we're it, it's a family event for me now. We're all here. Um, it's uh, it's fun. My son, the dad, um, you know, in, in the PCA community, he's a PCA dad. So that that's been fun to watch and, and develop. I tell people, you know, this is a, it's a hard. It's been hard. I mean, I'm not gonna make you bones about it, but it's been so rewarding, and and my quality of life has improved. And I'm so thankful to God at PCA for the opportunity. Um, you know, and our kids, our kids are so fun to coach. I mean, you know, it is raw football, you know, because it's, um, it, they don't know. If the, you referees asked before the game, got anything trick plays, special thing coach we need to know about? I'm, nah, right. man, we're just basic football. We're, we're learning the game. Coach, talk about your team uh, this year. We've t- lot, talked a lot about the build up to it and so forth, but uh, you're three and four, take on EZL Harding tomorrow night. The only school in the county that I know of that's playing football tomorrow night because it's fall break for most schools. But uh, talk about uh, your team, what you have, and and uh, your outlook for tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, man, we we have a great team. We have uh, we have nine seniors uh, that are leading us very well, and uh, they're doing a great job. They were freshmen when we started, so you know um, that's like I, I told them when we um, played our first region game. I said, you know, this has playoff implication. I said, but you guys that were on the team last year and you seniors understand what that means. I mean, you know, we may be doing it with 11 guys down in this arena, but we have played a game that had playoff um, pieces to it and had playoff teeth to it. So we, we've been here before, you know, and, and our team is doing a great job. When I met with the seniors, um, you know, uh, through the, through the year, um, we were talking about goals and how we want to set it. And they're like, coach, we just, you know, we don't really know what we're getting into. Like, we don't know. Like, we don't. We've never played Eagleville. We've never played Cannon County. You know, coach, we just want to compete hard, and we want to win the games we're supposed to win, and we want to compete in all the other games and and make and see if we can make the playoffs. You know, and that's and I'm saying, well, that's that's great expectations, and and they've lived into that, and and they uh, they've worked hard to to get to to where we are, and. Uh, you know, with they, the, our seniors and their team has positioned us to, to, you know, to, to have a have a game tomorrow night that that's got some some uh, as I said meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for us moving forward and, you know, uh, the forging the way we talked about that. I talked to them about uh, the whole team about you know we're writing a, we're writing a story this year chapter by chapter. Right. Each each week of practice, each game is a chapter in the story, and you know what do we want it to say? You know, and um, one of the things that we talked about was, you know, people are going to have full responses to us. Well, you know, it's their first year. Yeah, sure. We all know the reference to what what that means. Then it's going to be okay. They did, they did, they did really good for their first year. You know, or it's going to be, hey man, wow. Those those guys were, you know, they 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 got better. Okay. Or it's going to be, if you hadn't told me they were a first year team, I'd have never known it. Yeah, coach, you 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 play in the Division Two, Single A. Uh, I think it's the East Division. Uh, you got a, a school right here in Murfreesboro that, that, that a great rival maybe happen here soon. Oakland Riverdale had a rival for fifty years, and Siegel came on board when you were there at Oakland. Uh, but uh, you got the makings for a great rivalry here. But uh, you you got some ground, I'm sure, to make up there. And Friendship Christian, of course, is in your region as well. A uh, very good program in its own right. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it is, and you know those schools. The schools have been rivals for a while, but you know, from from the best I can tell, it's, it's a healthy rivalry, and um, you know, it's it's fun to have have that and have that piece. I mean, that's what makes athletics fun, you know, is to have have those rivalries and those pieces there that you that you get up for. And uh, you know, you you said it. We, we every week we've got a gap between us and the teams we play, and and we talk about closing the gap, you know. Um, and uh, we, we've had a couple games on our schedule that, uh, you know, there was a big gap, and we, we've got to close the gap, and that's, this is another one of them. That's one of them. They've been doing it for a long time. They've got some history, and and, uh, some, and it's a lot of positive history. So it'll be fun, and it'll be good, and, you know, as we build it, we go, we'll, we'll close all those gaps that we need to close and be where we need to be. Several friends of mine, uh, acquaintances of mine, have been at PCA. Carl Buckner was there as the – principal or headmaster or whatever it's called in in the private world 
Randy King, of course, the head coach at Oakland basketball, a legend for sure, uh, taught at PCA for sure. Dave Farrar, I've gotten to, to know him through church uh, and uh, high respect for him. And, and Tara James has done a tremendous job of, with, with the women's basketball program there and, and now as, a, as athletic director. You, you've got great leadership there. Oh, 100 percent. Um, you know, Coach James is, is remarkable. She does an unbelievable job of leading our athletic program and our coaches. And one of the things that I respect most about her is, you know, she lets, she lets us as coaches coach. Um, you know, she, she, she does things behind the scenes that, that frees us up to coach. And, and um, she, she's remarkable. And the, and the growth that this athletic program has, has uh, had under her is pretty remarkable. You know, a lot of guys came in and, and kind of forged the way and set some things, but Coach James has has done a tremendous job. She's an unbelievable leader, um, and uh, she she she's remarkable. And I have I have nothing but great respect for her. And uh, you know, we uh, my I work underneath her as a, one of my roles here as the middle school athletic director. So we you know we we communicate a lot, and it's it's really cool to see. Um, two people that the way we had to come in with quarantine and COVID and all the challenges that was, that was with that, how we just kind of came in and meshed. And, you know, I, she, she let me do my job the way I saw fit to do it from a football coach's standpoint. And also kind of a middle school athletic director. Like I, I served in that role at Franklin Road Academy um, for uh, eight years, eight of my 12 years there. So I, I was familiar with how to do that. And, you know, being with quarantine and people being in and out of school, that you, know, you just kind of have to – you've got to have to grab it and go, you know. Um, yeah. Make decisions and just roll with it. So, well, I gained her trust really quick. But, uh, you know, I, I had a ton of, I have a ton of respect for her trust. Her. Andy Sheets, our head of school, um, I worked with him at Franklin Road Academy um, for four years. And so I knew him and his leadership style and his heart. Uh, which is a you know a, a huge piece of, of me coming here, knowing that that leadership piece was in great in a great place. Uh, our leadership here, Kevin Carter, running our high school now. Um, you know he's the head of our upper school, and Kevin Mayfield in our middle school, and Lee Burley in our lower school. Our our heads team and our our leadership is 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 remarkable. And the cool thing about it is, is from pre K all the way to twelve, and we're all on the same page. Talking with LeBron LeBron Ferguson, head coach at. Providence Christian Academy. we got one more break to take. When we come back, we've got about five minutes left with LeBron after this on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous <laughs> Scooby. It's a stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It remains very slow in Dixon County as they try to mop up this accident on 40 eastbound just past 840. It's been backed up out there for at least an hour, hour and a half. It's still struggling on 65 south at Trinity Lane as they try to clean up an earlier wreck in that area. Heavy traffic continues 24 out through Rutherford County, 65. Northbound finally starting to move a little bit better up through Spring Hill from an earlier wreck we had in Murray County on uh, 65 northbound at the 52 mile marker. Hey, don't miss it this year. Smoky Mountain Fall Festival at Obergatlinburg. Log on now, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at SirPizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. This portion of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee, 80 some odd now, I think it is. Uh, home branch, uh, home uh, office in Tennessee as well. A Tennessee-based bank with great service and great smiles when you get in to do that service. LeBron Ferguson, uh, as I say, you take on EZL Harding tomorrow night. Uh, all in all, you know, and, and when I saw, last saw you, I guess, in the parking lot at, uh, I can't remember where it was, Home Depot, I think it was, something like that. I, I mentioned that, uh, you know, the challenges you're going to face this first time around, but uh, it, it appeared from all things, uh, from the outside looking in, you've met those challenges and, and maybe even exceeded those. Yeah, yeah, we, we have. We, we've exceeded in some areas, but, not, you know, one, one thing I want to do is I want to mention our staff. Sure. You know, we're, we're able to get some some um, some other coaches in here who coach 11-man football uh, that I had known, uh, had never worked with before, but had known through – through our time together and coached against them and knew what kind of men and what kind of coaches they were is Steve Williams uh, coming to us. Uh, um, our defensive coordinator uh, has done a tremendous job. And you talk about a guy who uh, patience and understanding in, in who we are and, and the level of where our kids are. Uh, Steve was the perfect fit. Um, and he, he has done a tremendous job with, with our kids. Um, you know, Mike Bartlett coming in, um, from Stewart's Creek, who's also going to serve as a baseball coach, uh, assistant baseball coach for us. Um, you know, they they bring some some experience and age to the table. And then uh, you've got a couple of young coaches in uh, Ty Sanders, Chris Williams, and then a guy that uh, had been with us for three years named Chucky Richardson. Uh, so he knows the kids. So uh, our staff is, you know, uh, is uh, we'd like to add a bit more to it as we move forward, but uh, you, I couldn't ask for in my seat a better staff and a better group of men than what we have sitting around the table to lead these kids on the practice field and every Friday night. Uh, so that has really helped with us exceeding expectations is getting that experience and and that level into those kids and and the kids knowing that these guys know what you're doing. You know, we went out and got the best we could get for you, man, and and because uh, we you deserve that and we want that for you. So uh, you talk about expectations and things like that. Um, that that's all part of the package of, of where we are and what we're doing. Um, you know, we all believe in what we're doing and, and how we're doing it, and that that's the biggest piece. And you know, we got Ezel tomorrow night. Uh, they're a good football team. Uh, their quarterback is uh, is pretty shifty. Um, you know, um, and uh, they they've got a good running back. Um, you know, so. We we've got a we've got our, our work cut out for us, but um, I know one thing we've had a really we've had a good week, um, you know, of this week of preparation, and uh, I just told our kids yesterday I said, man, let's just make sure that you know we take uh, we we make it playoff quality. We have playoff quality preparation, and we have playoff quality performance Friday night. Coach, you got a minute left, or so uh, I, I kind of open the floor to you to speak about your family a little bit, and and, and not only the family that you've got in, in the bloodline, but the family you've built at PCA. Well, you know that's that's what it is. When I came here, one of the things that I noticed when when I was you know meeting with the administration and even before the interview process started, I saw the word family written in a lot of places on shirts on gym floors, on chairs, and and I thought, man, this this is a place and, and you could feel it. They live into into that piece. So and you know, and that's the family's important, man. You know, and if you at the end of the day that's what it is. And I tell people this all the time now, you know, I used to love football. But I love I love Jesus. I love my wife. I love my kids and granddaughter and I love what I do here. I really like football. You know, and if we can if we can operate in love, and there's there's a lot of love in this school, man. And, and you know, if we can operate in love, that's what Jesus told us. He said, "This this new command I give you, love as I've loved you." You know, and and very intentional is PCA with how they operate and how they do things. And you know, like I said, that's one of the things that drew me to it. And you know, and I want to be very intentional with my family. This season takes a lot away from family, but uh, you know. 
that's why I don't play golf. <laughs> because, uh, uh, number one, I would absolutely love it, uh, but I also know how long people that play golf are gone, and I'm gone enough, so I, I stay with my family on the weekends, and I do everything that I can with family. Um, you know, I have the best wife in the world. Um, she's an unbelievable coach's wife. She, she, she endures a lot, and I have a ton of respect for her. Uh, my kids the same way. Uh, so, you know, I just appreciate everything God has done for me through, this, through my career and um, all the opportunities that people have given me and the relationships and friends that I've made along the way, man, they're so valuable to me. And, and I want to train, I want to I take that to the kids. I want them to understand that. I, we talk about this sometimes too. Anything worth doing is never done alone. You know, you've always got people around. As a matter of fact, God said it wasn't good that man was alone. So we want to be a band of brothers, and we want to link up, and we want to help each other and do our part to, to move to move us forward because that's what life is, man. You know, um, I have a ton of respect for you and the opportunities you've given me uh, in my time and, and the relationship and the friendship that we have. And, you know, uh, that day in Home Depot parking lot, when I saw you from a distance, man, I, I'm like, I, I made a beeline right for you. <laughs> hey, it was fun to see I, I was going to speak to you before we left. And uh, so I thank you for everything. I thank you for the opportunity right here to, um, to to talk about our football team, to talk about our school, talk about our program. And, uh, you know, we've got a we've got a really good thing going here. And uh, it's, a, it's a good time to be at PCA. Coach, congratulations on what you've done. And I know the sky's the limit there. Good luck for you and your players in the school in the future. And uh, we'll, we'll be looking forward to seeing how things go. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Coach LeBron Ferguson, head coach at PCA, take on EZL Harding tomorrow night. That's it for All Sports Talk. Monty Hale will be in tomorrow right here. Be sure to listen. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.